Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is Perspective as a Motherfucker. I'm Aaron. And I'm Trevor. And this is our take on the world. So sit up. Strap in. And let's, let's get, get it. it. Hey guys. What's going on, people? Welcome to the podcast. How's your week, brother? Dragged. It dragged. It rained most of the week. And my job gets my job is sketchy in and of itself. Just walking roofs. Yeah. You add rain to that, not only am I just kinda it just fucks up your whole day. Because yeah. like yeah, you can bring a change of clothes, but like once you're wet you're wet. I don't yeah. Know how many change clothes? You nah, it's just, just. And I think the worst thing when I um, this was like back when I was uh, working at Bell Supply, that um, that was probably the absolute worst. And it could be uh, I was walking into the I was walking into the yard and someone this was like six o'clock in the morning hit me, hit me with a whole bunch of water. Splat. I'm like, oh my god! god before I even clocked in. So, yeah, man, it's um, I've always been kind of curious with stuff like that. Um, I'm surprised you guys aren't in like two man teams. Um, that shouldn't just ain't cost effective. It's mm-hmm. not. I mean, right. um, especially when you're on, like, um. Ladders like that, I would I would think they'd have you like roped in or something like that to kind of make it a little bit more safer. Um, Especially it's like because if you fall off the roof, like there's nothing. Keep like well, the thing is, I'm it's at my discretion. Okay, if I'm comfortable getting on the roof, I'm getting on the roof. If I don't feel comfortable, like if I go to step off that ladder and I don't think. I'm going to be able to walk this roof safely. I'm not getting off that fucking ladder. Okay. Um, and, I mean, it just is what it is. But it's like, it's, especially, like, how the system works. Uh, like, I can't go too deep into it. No, of course. Trade secrets. No, nah, I understand. Because uh, we, we, we are one of the most efficient and... Um, the whole point with the companies they want to be the industry standard okay. so it's all about um, as fast and efficient and as safe Eighth. as possible Okay. Um, now I've got I mean special shoes that fucking help me grip they got little replaceable pads on them they wear out in about a week or two. Usually, I can get usually two to three weeks out of a, out of a uh, set of pads before okay. I have to go get new. I have to go to new ones, and it's it's never an issue. I mean, the fucking things are not the guy. The boots are not cheap, and then the pads. The because I I think I go through the most out of anybody at the company probably because I mean you probably walk the most roofs out of everybody. Yeah, so like six seven a day at least. Okay, and before this, because I know we can't get into like, you know, particulars about what they actually do and why they're so efficient, but um, was anybody doing what you were doing before you came there? Mm-hmm. Or, 
Okay, so there was a per- so there was a person. There's a few people that have been in my position. Okay, um, were they doing it in the way you were doing it, or were they kind of being a little shoddy about it? There are some people that were, let's say, taking their time. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I I just don't think there was anybody that was a good fit. Um, and I mean, I can get like you can definitely get bored in this position, but at, at the same time, it's an entry level position, and I knew that coming in. Okay. And so it's not. It's you're supposed to either move up or things like that eventually. Exactly. The the whole point is this. It's a key position. Okay. It's not. Um, it is difficult. It's not rocket science. You give me somebody that's willing to get up on a roof, and I can train them to do it to my level in at least a month. Okay. Knowing what I know now, I know what to show them. I know, it, and <clears throat> um, nothing against the guy that trained me. It's just. He wasn't adequately trained for the position himself. He was just kind of thrown into it because COVID happened. Okay. And he was kind of figuring it out as he was going through and then it was just like... That seems to be the the way it worked out is everybody that's been in the position has had to figure it out on the job. And um, I... It took me a little bit, especially with certain aspects of it where I didn't really get any kind of formal training because the guy that trained me didn't get any kind of formal training on it. But Okay. They kind of gave you the gist and, like, kind of adjust where you need to be. Yeah. And we've got pretty decent system worked out now to the point where I am very confident that I could train just about anybody to do this job as long as they're willing to get up on that roof. Because that seems to be the biggest issue. Is this people just afraid of heights or? Um, it's not the heights. I don't have a problem with heights. It's falling and hitting the ground is my issue. Okay. It's um, that it's that fear of like I mean no one wants to hit the ground, but it's like it could happen. Um oh I could die on a daily basis, for sure. Make wrong move, shingle slips out from under my foot, walking too close to the edge because uh, uh, I got to get the um, total linear footage of the gutters on those jobs. So that's me walking the edges with a fucking measuring wheel and getting the total length of all the metal, all the gutters accumulated. But um, anyway, we're... If anybody was listening at this point, they're already gone now. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move off this and move on to something a little more interesting. All right. So, um, uh, Loki. Loki. Yeah. Um, What'd you think? It was interesting. They, bro, I almost turned it off when, with, like, they almost lost me with Owen Wilson. I was like, nah, really? Um, I haven't seen him in a while. I understood he had a whole thing with his... That thing looks worse than I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I was like... I mean, you've always had a... But it just like... You've been in Hollywood for a very long time. You could have gotten that fixed. And whoever... Like... 
like it looks like you got the Mickey Rourke hack job. It's, <laughs> um, no, I mean not for nothing. That's kind of his thing. That's his, um, like you say, the blonde actor with the the nose. Yeah, you're they're gonna know who you're talking yeah. about. I mean, um, it just it. Uh, I haven't seen him in anything for a very long time. He's he's kind of transitioned. From like being like super comedy to kind of like the dad a lot of the times, he can still, he can still have that like that, you know, coming to age movies things like that. But I mean, I haven't seen him anything recently. But I'm not really like who's really checking for Owen Wilson right yeah, now. Exactly. Like I'm nobody's really even checking for the the other brother. Which the other brother is a lot. Luke Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean. What was the last thing? Oh, he's in Stargirl. He's the uh the dad. Which he Stargirl? What is that? Um it's a CW show with a little they're trying to revamp uh the air uh, technically it's it's kind of in the Arrowverse on a different earth. Um you got like uh you know like the justice uh, the Injustice Society of America, all these different, like, um, it's like Teenage Justice League, basically. All of the, all of the kids are like, they're all in, all in teenage, um, and then Owen Wilson, sorry, his brother, Luke, Luke Wilson, um, he's like, uh, he was Starman's, um, sidekick, and he had this staff and whatever else. It's alright, it's, it's, I watched a couple episodes here and there. Um, it made it to a season two, which is coming. Um, but I don't know. That's okay. Um, but, I mean, you. so what about Owen Wilson you couldn't take serious? I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I don't know, because every time I hear his voice, I... It just it's like every terrible movie comes to mind like you mean Dupree or like, I mean, <laughs> Wedding Crashers was cool but Wedding like, that was 15 years ago oh my god yeah um, um but yeah he had a he had a lane and he he it, it's you he know worked, he worked oh the shit out of that lane but like he worked the shit out of that lane and it was like oh this is gonna be a shitty movie give me money <laughs> I guess but um, no. Um, I'm interested in because it kind of plays into um, a lot of the different Marvel projects right now are going into like the multiverse, basically. So I mean, it's really the only place they can go. They've. I mean, they're. Go- I mean, some of them are going to space. I mean, I mean, how, they're going to play. How much the- further can they go after fucking Thanos and the Infinity Stones? Um, there's a whole universe. There's a whole. Several universes out there. Okay, Galactus. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be in the next phase. Like, I think. Uh, but uh, I do. It shows promise. It shows promise. Um, the way I look at it, they got a good ten years out of. And I don't know if they're going to have... They're going to get the same momentum that they had with the first 
four phases, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, they're trying to... Now they're they're trying to connect everything that... Anything moving forward that comes out, it's going to be connected to the universe, which well, is... they snatched up 20th Century Fox rights, yeah. the X-Men, and the Fantastic Four and everything, and... Um, it's... They kind of... They now have the full lock on the... Marvel Universe, I mean, aside from Spider-Man, Sony still got their say in that. Yeah, but I mean, even, um, you still got, but stuff is still moving and it's moving in a good direction. Like, even like, uh, um, I don't necessarily don't like, uh, you know, the the current Spider-Man. He's okay. He's a kid. I'm like, um, it'd have been one thing, like, it's just like, and I hope they stay with him and get him to the point where he actually comes of like becomes an adult because there's there's certain characters that I believe you're not going to be able to run it back. You, like you can only do that so many times. Yeah, third like, three times with one You know what? How many times they ran Batman back? Yeah. This is the ninth iteration with uh um, Sparkle Boy. <laughs> Sparkle Boy. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, the dumpster fire that is the DC Extended Universe. Oh my god. Uh, I just I, f- I feel bad for him. Dude, it's like you, you you might as well just just give Disney the reins and let Disney do what di- it's um I, I was watching the creator which um. He was telling, he was uh, saying the reason why they are the way they are is, like, you you have like two or three characters, but you know that are like very established. You don't want to take chances. Marvel took a lot of chances. I didn't even realize like Iron Man, Thor, like certain certain characters just just from the MCU are popular now. They weren't popular in the comic book. Well, it's and. What? Marvel did was they they threw the initial few movies out there as just to kind of see see what kind of return they'd get, see what kind of popularity they'd get from it, what kind of viewership. Yeah. And then they'd throw another one out there. Yeah. And then you made people care about Ant Man and the Guardians no, of the Galaxy. No, Paul Rudd made people care about Ant Man. I don't think that would have worked with anybody else. I'm gonna be honest with you. Who else could I? Um, I mean, they changed the con- they changed the continuity too, because the um, like I couldn't have seen that because like the original Ant Man wasn't uh, which was Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, like he wasn't funny. He was a dickhead. Yeah, in the comics, uh, like even like the wife and everything like that. So it was an interesting take. Um, I can't see any, and he's not a comedian. He's just, uh, a f- what would you call Paul Rudd as far as an actor? Like, he surprisingly, ha- not even surprisingly, but he had, he has a surprisingly broad range as an actor. Like he can do the like he can do the comedies, and then he can also he do amazing. Um, he can also do the somber, somber serious 
like things, especially when, like a lot of these, you're like not old, but you're not young. You're in that middle space mm -hmm. where it's like, um, you kind of have to pivot because it's like even, you know. Like Brad Pitt or Matt Damon or who, like you, like they were super young, and then you got to the point to where now it's like you're not playing the same character you were playing when you were eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Mm -hmm. You're you're playing the dad, and you're playing these um, these older mentory type of people, whether it's like professors or whatever else. You know, I mean, oh. Tom Cruise and you know Matt Damon, even Mark Wahlberg, you know. You got you. You guys can't do that forever. That is, I think about it now, um, cause I I just uh, Dylan O'Brien. Um, you watched American Assassin. He was in Teen Wolf, Styles. Yes. He was in this movie from American. Okay, Assassin. so he was in this movie. Well, uh, he did the Maze Runner movies. Yeah, yeah. So he was in this movie, um, Infinite. It just, it literally, it was like on Paramount Plus or whatever. It just, it came out over the weekend. It's with Mark Wahlberg. It's about reincarnation and things okay. like that. He's in that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, spoiler alert about the movie. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Um, he's in that. That transition. He's around, he's around our age. He's mm -hmm. around our age. So he's like the. The the next class of like action star heartthrob ish like um where like you know kind of like um I mean I feel like he's navigating it pretty well yeah um I mean the the beat the the basically play like a sidekicky character which like you actually really gave a fuck about in Teen Wolf to basically transition out. Um, oh. is uh, not a lot of people can do not a lot of people can do that like uh, and by the way his performance in Infinite was actually pretty good Taylor Lautner proved that you could that not everybody can do it uh, yeah that, that was, was a, that movie Tracers and then um, um, oh god I can, they were so bad I can't remember um, the, I don't know the People trying to assassinate him for some reason, and they like kill his family. He's got to go on the run. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, you know, you, you, you know, tried that. You know, especially after the, especially after the twilight, you want to try to get your money. It's like if you don't have range, like you can't, like, and people got to actually care, but, and you can't convey that. Like, the, I would say, like, I mean, I thought about maybe taking up acting or whatever. At one point, but it's just one of those things where, um, there's certain people that you could, certain people can learn it and then certain people are like, they're naturals at it. Yeah. It's one of those things where, um, they can kind they can convey that. And a lot of people, they just don't, um, they don't have it. Um, did you see the, uh, trailer for Shang-Chi? I did not. I, I'll be honest with you, I have been, oh, 
disillusioned with Hollywood, and I, I'll be honest, dog, I watch more anime than I do any kind of actual show. Um, I liked Loki because I'm a big Tom Huddleston fan. Um, like the the, the Nightman, no, the um, what's that movie or the show where it's like a it was like a short series where he's uh. He's a concierge at a hotel. Oh, base motel? No, 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 no. Um, Him specifically? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the night manager, where he's. Um, I forget the plot of it, but it was. Yeah, I mean, it was like a, it was like a limited series. I think it had the Hugh Laurie was in it. Yes. Um, I didn't see it, but I heard good things about it. It was very good. It's, uh, it's only a few episodes, but. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, if you like, like, intrigue and... Um, I feel like if... Bro, if they had made him Jason Bourne, I probably would have watched every single one of the movies. Um, you don't like that, David? He's like a punk-ass version of Mark Wahlberg. Well, I heard that from Nick, but I didn't think... That's actually what you... You believe that? Yes. Um. Okay, so... Do you... Okay, so one of his... Probably his first movies, uh, Good Will Hunting, do you really think Mark Wahlberg would have been able to play uh, the guy... Will? That was a good movie. Um, but I think it was more about... His co <laughs> his co stars. Um, I mean, had early Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck. I think it was. Uh, the, I think it was the entire and then cast. Pro- that- like Robin Williams, like like people sleeped on Robin Williams for a long time. Yeah. God rest the dead. But um, he could ki- like he could kind of convey like you know as far as be really serious, but just be very on. Um, who, Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams. Um, he had a very extensive range, but the people underestimate how dark the psyche of some of the funniest people in all really is. Yeah. I mean, and Chris Farley, things a, like a that. A lot of the funny, the 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 funniest people, uh, realistically in their mind, things are very dark. I mean, it's. It's that constant drive for acceptance and and um, um he's got pretty extensive range. I mean, whether it's Patch Adams all the way up to his role in Goodwill Hunting. I mean, it's the man was a he was extremely talented. Yeah, but he had a lot of demons that ended up. He ended up losing the battle too in the yeah. end, but I'm just um, um I don't really know much about did he have a bad childhood or anything like that or drug problems because I I can't like it it wasn't so much that it was just like the depression yeah it's it's I'm I didn't think depression could get like that like but then I I hear it so much now that. Um, I don't want to not believe it, but you know when you just 
And I mean, not that emotional pain isn't, it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't matter, but it's like, it's something you can't see. When someone tells you something and I'm just like. It's all chemicals. Yeah. Every part of it is chemicals in your brain. And people like to think that it's, it's, I don't need medication. I don't need that shit. I don't need to be putting shit in my body. That shit's already in your body. Yeah. Your brain produces it on its own. And, I mean, all depression is is a chemical imbalance. Okay. I just, I don't know if it's just now awareness, but it's like everybody, not any form of mental health issue is a chemical imbalance. Not everybody's depressed, but I just keep, I don't know if it's I'm more aware or I hear about it more and more and more. And it's not, I don't want to not care, but it's like, what am I supposed to do? What, 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 what can you do if you don't want to talk to anybody, if you don't want to take your medication, like, but you just want to keep talking about it, like that's, and, you know, people are like, well, just listen to me. I'm like, I don't want to listen to anybody complaining for so long on anything. Um, I don't. And not to devalue anybody's that has depression or is depressed, but like some people just think they're depressed and they just want the fucking attention because they're not getting it. And they act that way to get the attention. And I'm not saying in any way that that Robin Williams was like that because obviously that's not the truth. No. But I don't, I don't know. It's... People got all kinds of reasons, all kinds of outside influences that that cause you to feel that way, and it's it's very unfortunate. And we don't we don't talk about it enough. We don't. No, we don't talk about mental health enough, uh, especially men. We because it, it's seen as a uh, a weakness. Yeah, and it's it's. Well, it's, 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 even from the outside, it's like, oh, you depressed? Oh, man the fuck up. Pretty much. And I mean, I mean, um, I was, um, for me, I don't, could say I've never really, I just felt maybe sad or just lost or things like that, but it's not. It's not forever type of thing. And it's one of those things where it's like, are you going to, are you willing to do, are you willing to do something uncomfortable? Are you willing to do what's required to get you out of that situation? You can't stay in that place forever. Um, sometimes you've got to white knuckle it. Most people like, don't. When we get down deep into the, into the, the worst parts of depression, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like there isn't a way out and it's. You don't know how to get out, and you, you, I don't know. I feel like I've dealt with it in minor doses throughout my life, but realistically, yeah. I don't even, yeah. it doesn't even scratch the surface of what some people let go through. Yeah. 
especially on like a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I might have just felt overwhelmed, but it's one of those things where I just, whether it was, you know, just eating a lot or just not taking care of myself, just certain things, because it's just like... Well, what you eat has a lot to do with your, your mood in itself, because the your gut biome determines a lot about what your body does. Um, I mean, it's... You pour sugar in a gas tank, your motor's not going to fucking run right. Yeah. You put shit in your body, your body's going to run like shit. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where sometimes you... Um, you kind of just want to... You kind of just want to feel kind of steady. Um... But, again, I mean, it's, I just, I, you know, I mean, for all the people that are actually dealing with actual mental health issues, my, my hat goes off to you. Yeah, so, I mean, um, yeah, so, there's a lot of stuff you were telling me about, um, what's going on in the government. Um, especially with Biden, you're telling you were uh, telling me off pod that um, he wasn't looking too hot at the at the uh, at the summit, the G seven summit. Yeah, um, we're kind of the laughing stock of the world right now. Okay. Um, what is that? I've heard people say that to certain countries. What does that, in the grand scheme of things, actually mean? There's certain things that come into play when you're talking about that level of um, governance. Okay. I mean, they call it the world stage for a reason. Yeah. Optics are everything. Yeah. The way you're perceived is is almost as important as what you're actually capable of. Sometimes it's even more important than what you're honestly capable of. Because... You take people that are in power right now, particularly Russia, China, they're chomping at the bit. I mean, we've been top dog for a very long time. And it's... I'd say at least 50 years. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah. at the very least since World War Two. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, all empires fall. This is true, but to... I don't think we're going to fall, like, in the traditional sense of, like, crumbling. I just feel like um, there's going to be a unsaid um, power ranking. It basically kind of like, we're just not the top anymore. So, when you're not the top, you can't tell everybody what to do like you were doing before. Well, and then the question becomes, who becomes top dog? Yeah. And I mean, is the person at top, are they going to do... Because they could literally do this exact same thing as us, or they could or they could be a lot worse, or they could be a lot better. Um, well, my thing is, when the president looks weak, the country looks weak. And when the country looks weak, people die. It's not, oh, we're not going to get 
as good of a trade deal. It's we're keeping other world powers in check. So we're keep so even though you you have a lot of people that of course critique critique our country and uh rightfully so, but it's like, well, we're not the best, but it could be a worse option out there. It could look a whole lot different. Um, and it's one of those things where um what's that what's that what's that old saying? Um the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Better the devil you know than the one you don't. Yeah. Um Say what you want about Trump. He kept mainly well, not just mainly, but he kept not only Putin in check because Putin is very, very intelligent. Of course he is. He is very tactful. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He does not make a move without considering every aspect and every option that can come out of that that decision. He he, he won't just outright kill his political opponents, people that speak out against him. You will just disappear. Okay. Um, um, and I mean, he's doing this weird dance where he jumps back and forth between president and prime minister and back and forth. And it, it's to keep himself in power. And there's not nobody in Russia that will oppose him. He has entirely too much power. There's nobody capable of doing it. So when, because like, you know, people said where it's like, yeah, what? Yeah. But, so like what? So like, as far as when they, when, when people say, okay, well, uh, you know, Trump kept Putin. I'm like, what's stopping Putin, Putin from any of these exchanges that when Trump was in office to be like, I mean, because, like I said, he is very tactful, and he will not do something unless he knows it'll. It's a sure thing. Ex- not necessarily a sure, sure thing that he, he can. It'll be able to be done with minimal, uh, I guess, casualties or whatever else. Or no, it's not just that. It's it's. He looks at it as the least negative effects. At least negative blowback on him. Okay. Um, because, th- like I said, say what you want about Trump. He kept Putin in check for the most part because Trump was very unpredictable. Yeah, that was that was um, that was the one thing. It's like, I and to be honest with you, I just I would one day actually like to sit down because I mean, you're not you like. There's more to you than what the hell I'm seeing. There, there has to be. You can't just be this. You're, you're conveying one, one, uh, one type of like face out there. Even with the social media, there's no like you're well, you're, you're, smart. Is, thing, you're smart. You're smart. You're smart. He has been the same person for a very long time. And it wasn't until he challenged the status quo and challenged the establishment. Nobody thought he would even make it past the Republican plot. 
not only did they not even think he would get enough people to be involved in the primary, yeah. he got on that stage and just destroyed everybody. Well, he's Jeb Bush tried to ha- tried to speak, and he said, Jeb Bush, boo, you're boring everyone. You're so boring. Oh, my God. Just nobody wants to listen to you. Look at, look at your rallies. Nobody comes out to see you because you're so boring. Which... Ted Cruz, he, who apparently his father had something to do with JFK, I don't um, came out and said it on stage, and, and Ted Cruz shut up real quick. Um, they were laughing at him until they stopped laughing because he started gaining traction. It's... He evoked something in working-class people that had been beaten down for the last couple of decades, had no other options, and they looked at him as a giant fuck you to the establishment, to these people that have been beating these beating the country down. And it was not even a a he was something different. It's now I don't believe a lot. I feel like a lot of the stuff is like you, you say a whole bunch of stuff about one person, and none of the stuff comes up. Okay, do I do I believe do I believe that he believes everything he's saying? No, he is not even close. He is so prone to exaggeration that it, it it's just it's part of who he is. Yeah. He is a multi billion dollar real estate mogul. It's just. Uh, hyperbole is just a part of him yeah. as a person. I mean, the guy has to have his name on every building he owns. Yeah. What do you expect from a person like that? Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, went bankrupt a lot of times. Has tried a lot of ventures and failed, but, you know, say what you want. Well, I mean, he had businesses go under, but he... Re- He'd go bankrupt all the time. But I mean, when you own 20, 30 businesses, one or two go under, it's like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. I mean, Um, he did go bankrupt quite a few times. Who the fuck... uh, Fuck Trump's stupid ass aside for a second. (laughs) Um, Um, why, Why are they still allowing Biden to even... Why are they allowing it? Why is his wife allowing this? There, there's a video. I don't. I told you about. It. I don't know if you yeah. watched it. Where it's, I don't know if it's a press tent or just a little outdoor cafe or whatever at the at the summit. And he just walks into into camera into shot, and he's looking around, and he looks so confused and bewildered. He has no idea what where he's at, That's and all a- of a sudden his wife Joe comes in, grabs him up, and push it and, and just tries to shuffle him away to take him where he needs to be. Jesus. And everybody just starts laughing. Okay. All the interviews, he can barely string together coherent sentences. The man can barely function. Why is he why is he the, the head of this country? And don't get me wrong, I'm not in any any hurry to have Harris take that position either 
because she can't even be fucking bothered to go down to the border when it's their fucking fault that we have a border crisis because they said through the entire fucking election and through most of the presidency so far, come here. We're not going to turn you away. If you're here, you'll become a citizen. Well, they are turning Guatemalans away. Now? Yeah. Um, I don't have any faith in... I only have a lot of faith in the government the way I had faith in the government years ago. Um, I'm just... People can, People always always are saying it could always get worse. I just... I don't know what that looked like, but... Why would you... Why would you want that? Why would you say, oh, well, it can get worse? Just because it can get worse doesn't mean it needs to be as bad as it is. That's true. Like... People voted this guy in. Like, truly believed that this was a good decision. Because they... They hated the other guy. That's the only reason. They didn't care about... That, that well, was you, the, can, you can thank the media for that. Three years saying he was a Russian, a Russian spy, Russian asset. Really? Um, that was... Like... I might not agree with everything, everything about the man. I don't believe he was a. I didn't believe he was a Russian spy. I don't think the Russians are that stupid enough to be like, yeah. Nah. But, well, it's not a good look. Russia, Putin has his eye on Ukraine, and he wants that shit bad. He wants that shit back, and. Fucking China wants Taiwan. I mean, they're no, one, they're no one's doing nothing about that. Just who, who's going to do it? Biden, Harris? <laughs> she can't even get through a fucking interview without. <laughs> like Lester Holt, who spoon feeds interviews to people. Okay, says, ask her when are you going to get down to the border? She's like, well, we've been down to the border. We're, we're, we've gone down the border. We're, we've been down the border. He's like, but you haven't. Okay, what... Okay, so... What she is... is what, what is her going down to the border going to do anything? Like, seriously. Just, just because... Is, she is responsible. They put her in charge of handling this. Oh, they did. And she can't even be bothered to go down there. She flew to Guatemala. She saw it flying by. That's, that's fine, right? <laughs> she is in... She's not qualified for the position she has. Wasn't she like a federal prosecutor? Yeah. And you know what she did when she was a federal prosecutor? She no. kept people in prison and used it as slave labor to fight California wildfires. Mm. Oh, that's unpleasant. It's very unpleasant. Jesus. Yes. Uh, God. Denying parole hearings... Keeping people in jail specifically so they can be used. I mean, they're getting what? A couple cents an hour or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not making whatever, that much money. You're not making that much money in prison. Yeah, Doesn't matter what you do. Work detail. Yeah. yeah. You get time off, but if she signs off to veto your fucking parole hearing, guess what? You're not getting out. What does she have to gain? What do any of these people have to gain by doing whatever the. They're doing the right money now. It's power. 
It's power. Is it? Is it? It's worth that much? Apparently. Every time I hear about any of these different things, I see it. It. I think about. Do I really want to deal with the shit show that is American politics? Do I actually want to like be involved in that? And is it even going to be worth it? Can I even really make a difference? Um, seriously. Well, one thing that would make me happy is denying them vacations. These people take vacations like first 100 days or so of a congressional session. They do some work. They sit down. And the The committees meet. They go over hearings. They they uh, they go over legislation, and then they just go off and do whatever they want. For most of the time, isn't this like a nine to five type of deal? You'd think it should be. They don't. Why do they need vacation? Why should what? If you are running. For the intent purpose of gaining power and influencing change, being a public servant, you shouldn't, like... I mean, if it's like any other, like, because if you want... It's kind of like, I would say it's like corporate. Look, if you want a vacation, don't take public office. It's not what it's about. You are there to serve the people, not yourself. That's not what it is about. Okay. Um, you want to take vacations? You want to go sit at the beach? Get a day job. Don't run for Congress. Don't run to be a fucking president. You are taking the responsibility of over 200 million lives. You don't get a vacation. Sorry. Serve your term, then take your vacation. This isn't supposed to be a career. It's public service. You're there to serve the public. I I don't understand where this went. It went from... But politicians have always been doing this. You, you, don't, you think uh, politicians 100 years ago were... were I yeah, mean... It was they, service. You yeah. served your term and then you got out. And then you lived your life. Yeah. I mean... A, a lot of them, they, but then... Any other type of political office, you have a lot of people that they're they're literally hopping from one office to the next. I'm trying to yeah, it's get cor- as much power it's as possible. Cronyism. Yeah, but because that's- you you go into public office, you take money and influence from these corporations, and then when your term's over, they give you a little cushy little fucking six figure position that you don't really got to do shit. You just collect your paycheck because you did what they wanted you to do while you were in office. Yeah. But what? And then you've got aides and and uh, people working under them, switching back and forth between government agencies and corp- private corporate corporations. Yeah. Do you know that they wanted to make George Washington the king of the United States? Yeah. And he didn't want that. No. He turned it down. It's like, what do we fight for? He said, yeah, I could have ultimate power in this new country where nobody can tell me what to do ever. Hmm. He could have taken that position. His family could have ruled for generations. Hmm. 
and he said, whatever you want to say about him, him owning slaves, I mean, really fucked up about him, his teeth, taking teeth from fucking other people. Half the teeth in his mouth weren't even his. They were from fucking, a lot of, the story is that they were from, some of the teeth were from his slaves, some of them were, were from people that he paid, he bought them from. Yeah. Some people or said well, some of them were fake, but like, I mean, it's a definition go, of history. His story. It is what it is. True history is not painted glitter and gold. People are starting to realize that and they don't like it. Um, but Almost. my thing is, it's, it's... We've built up this system that only benefits these people. I mean, it's not benefiting the people in this country. Yeah. And it, it's... I mean, it wasn't as bad as it was a hundred... Like, as far as their, their power and things like that, but these people in these positions have always had some type of power. Not as much power as they have now. And you hoped... It's because the- we we... As far as... That's going to say a hundred years ago and people weren't getting done right. It's like they're burning shit down to the ground. They're, they're rioting. Well, it's, they're it's, not. It's, it's like, it's you, like you said, um, it could be worse. But it, that's the thing. It's a gradual thing. It's frogs in a pot boiling. Yeah, you not, throw them in a pot of boiling water, they're going to freak out. Yeah. But if you put them in a pot of water and you gradually turn that temperature up, they're not going to fucking notice yeah. until it's too late. Do we really need to wait till it's too late? We don't, but you have uh, you have people that <sighs> you got people talking about transitioning the war on terror to domestic terrorism. It's here at home. In the war, you got, you got people in Washington talking about drones striking American citizens. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah, well, the war on terror is kind of a joke with it. So, um, who who dictates what's domestic terrorism? Is it somebody walking around with a bomb strapped to his vest, walking down Main Street, hmm. or is it someone that just says something you don't like, goes against your narrative? Because that seemed to be what it was in Afghanistan. It's it's. You only had to have three. You only had to have three thousand people die to give us a reason to go over there and kill a thousand percent. We've killed more of them than they've killed more of us. Problem That's not even a question. You're talking about nine eleven, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is nine eleven wasn't even about America. It wasn't about we hate America. We're going to hurt them. It was what we did over there. The people in power it had nothing to do with the American people yeah. as, a, as a whole. Yeah, well, most we people were just the collateral well, damage. Well, yeah, well, you have a lot of um, you have a lot of Americans that still believe that that lie. And then, oh, <sighs> it's just we we as a whole have been sold out by the people, and we keep voting for them. We most, most keep giving them power. They say what 
they say it, they say it to most what they want to hear. They don't even need to see action anymore. It's like, no, just tell me what I want to hear. Lie to me, baby. Lie to me. Well, it's it's. Um, I mean, it, it comes down to like simple stuff. With, I mean, it's it's exhausting, and people would rather just. I mean, it's it's easy just to to go along with it. Yeah. Well. Most people don't want to, they want to live in this chaotic, willful ignorance that is America, which we want to complain about and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but I can see all that death and destruction has gone on everywhere, but I can turn it off and I can put my Netflix on and I can put my music in and, I, and things like that. I and deleted, I can be distracted. I deleted Netflix. Deleted. I uninstalled it on my phone. I installed Netflix. I yeah, Netflix on your phone. Mm-hmm. I I uninstalled Netflix. I uninstalled Disney Plus. I uninstalled. Why? Because one, I'm tired of giving them free information. Information on me. Two. What other information you're giving them than what they already got? Your patterns? Just because they have certain information doesn't I have doesn't mean I have to willingly give it to them. Okay. But it's not it's not so much about that. Netflix I've had a problem with them for a while. Um, Why? Because they put a they a lot of not a lot of but some of their content is just straight propaganda. Um, and cuties kind of put the nail in the coffin for me. The documentary about the underage girl twerking contests. Yeah. Um, it's straight up child pornography. They were promoting it. Headline on the thing as you brought the ad up. Cuties. These are not even preteens. Yeah. You're talking 10 and under in twerking competitions. I, that I just don't... I, I never understood the the premise of that. It made no sense to me. I didn't even pedophilia. I under- scumbags. I understood the pr- of the. You say you didn't understand the premise. So okay. I didn't understand why it was on there. It's about just out of all the things, why would this be on here? Why would a company, especially you, have people that have gotten shows canceled for less or companies canceled for less? Well, it's art. Air quotes. Uh, um, no, it's disgusting. And Disney, I just... I, Disney is... It's, it's honestly everything about... Our country, it's we we've, we've sold out our morals for financial gain. It's all about the money anymore. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just how much exactly, and it, it's we we've sold ourselves to the highest bidder essentially. Yeah, um, Disney did it in for me when they thanked the guard, the um, guard unit. I forget what the name of the the their, they call it. Um, that is responsible for the concentration camps in Xinjiang, the 
they're basically overseeing these camps for the Uyghurs. Oh, yeah, because uh, they were shooting Milano. Yeah, well, they provided security or something for them mm-hmm. while they were over there, and they said in the end credits, thank you to these people. I mean, it... it I mean... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be oblivious and say they probably. They probably. They probably know exactly what's going on. No, they 100 percent know. It's just China gives them a lot of money, so they don't care. I mean, you've got um, Disneyland Beijing. Um, you've got uh, it's Disney World, Disneyland, whatever. Um, China gives Disney a lot of money. They influence a lot of the decisions that Disney makes. Yeah. Um, uh, we keep saying it, but the ancient one in the yeah. Doctor Strange movies, yeah, supposed to be a Tibetan monk. Yeah, according to China, Tibet's not a real place anymore because they absorbed it. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna acquiesce anymore. I'm not gonna. Just give in because it's easy. I stopped buying Coke. Yeah. You told... uh, Why did you stop buying Coke again? I forget. Because of the uh, uh, diversity training for the white employees. That they're... uh, I forget what the tagline was. It said something about too white. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Now, I'll be the first to denounce any kind of white nationalist, white supremacist. I do not accept that it is okay, any skin color, to judge or discriminate based on the fucking skin, the color of somebody's skin. You know, fuck what color their skin is. You want to talk about white people control everything? I... It, I mean, who made up the diversity training? I mean, it was shallow and probably appeasement for whatever else, but... Well, it's white liberals. Yeah. Who think they know better than everybody else. Yeah. And... They, they don't really care anymore. It just... That sounds nice. Well, it's... it's That's all it is. I'm... I'm so much better and I'm so much smarter than you that I know what's good for you and I need to teach you what's right. And I need to teach you... It's... Um, I'm just... It's easy to just say, fuck it. It's not affecting my life. I don't care. I'll buy the Coke. Yeah, most no, people... I'm just not... I'm not going to give them my money. I work too hard for it. I'm not going to, it's one viewer rating, yeah. but I'm not going to give it to Disney. Mm. not going to give it to Netflix. I'm not going to give my patronage to anything that I don't, that I don't agree with. I mean, that's, you're well within your right. And I'm going to exercise that right as, and I mean, I limit the things I buy. It's not made in this country. I'm not buying it. I don't give a shit if I have to, if I have to pay more. I would rather go to the fucking 
I'd rather go to one of these little mom and pop shops in town and give them my money, even though I'm paying probably five, ten percent more than if I go down the street to Walmart. I'm not. I don't want to give my money to Amazon. Jeff Bezos has made enough money in this pandemic. Yeah. More money than fucking God. Bro, have you seen the shit going on with the Amazon employees? Um, the ridiculous standards. Like, not just the fulfillment centers. Like, these drivers, there's, like, company policies on pissing in bottles and how to shit in a bag in the van. So you don't have to pull over so you can make your runs on time. Wow. And that's um somebody called them out on Twitter or, or called them out about it and they they responded on uh, Amazon responded on Twitter, "Do you really believe the pee bottle story?" And then actual Amazon employees started coming on saying, "Nope, this happened. They told me to do this. This is this this this." Of course. And I'm telling you, listen to that podcast with um cigar in them it's they go pretty deep into it and it's it, it just it it bothers me because amazon is readily becoming one of the the number one employer in the united states yeah wrap your head around that higher than the u.s government um When you just said that Amazon is going to be come becoming the number one employer, like um, at first I thought that was a good thing, but just when I'm seeing the trajectory of Amazon, um, it looks like a very bad thing. Um, well, consider this: um, like a small town. Wherever. Yeah. Um, they build a fulfillment center. Yeah. They come in with exorbitant pay. I mean, it's... Your, they give you guaranteed raises for the first three years, and then it stops after that. Um, it's a, uh, a tactic they use to... Because Bezos himself said that um, employees, after a certain point, will stop working as hard because they get comfortable and they. I mean, they do. Well, it it's not just that; it's the fact that you're tracked the entire time. Your steps, how long it takes you to do things, they'll give you a thirty-minute lunch. Most places give you a thirty-minute lunch. Thirty-minute lunch. You understand how big these warehouses are? No what? It'll so, take you 10 minutes to walk to the goddamn break room and 10 minutes to walk back to where you might have two minutes to eat your lunch before you, and then use the bathroom yeah. and then you got to walk all the way back and go back to work. I just, I see all this happening. I mean, it, it. I'm not a big, because I'm a small business owner, I'm not a big fan of a big business, but from a business standpoint, it doesn't, it doesn't sound nefarious from a business standpoint, but from a, 
a moral standpoint, kind of like, all right, well, if you're in their shoes, like, um, take care of your employees and they'll take care of you. You want productive employees? Keep them happy. It's not hard. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, also you do want to, um, I don't know. You got everybody and their mom wanting $20 an hour and all these things. And, um, bitch. Well, you got politicians. You, all these people you hear pushing this $15 minimum wage, they're not working those jobs. Yeah. And guess what? Those people, those jobs, they're getting replaced by kiosks. Mm-hmm. You walk into half the McDonald's in Jacksonville now, and half of them got them little kiosks. You don't even got to talk to nobody. Yeah, you might have one. Completely eliminated. You might have one, which is, I mean, it's efficiency. It's like, why would, like, there's going to get a time and a point where you're going to start, you're seeing all these CEOs and things getting bashed and things like that. If If Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk came out, sat down in the chair, with a stogie in his mouth. Like. Because of the, because of the optics. And how. They're not going to ever. It's like. I don't give a fuck. And like. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. They would never do. They would never do I that. I wouldn't throw Musk in. To the same boat as, as Bezos. Because. I'm not happy with some of the things. That Musk has done lately. But. And he does a lot to avoid paying taxes. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he actually gets paid in loans hmm. so uh-huh. that he doesn't um, he doesn't get taxed normally on it. Yeah, um, and it's not considered a capital gains. Yeah, most most people don't understand that he, um, he might pay like fifteen percent or yeah. something like that. With like, with businesses, it's where it's like, well, if I don't. Have a, if I don't have a salary and, and I'm just, you know, like there's a reason why, you know, once you start to make that amount of money, you get to learn these little loopholes and things like that. Sorry, if I was making that much money, I'd be doing the same thing. I don't want to, like, not not to the not to the degree and to the detriment of others, but it's like, no no business owner creates a company. They create a company to where one. See, my they, thing is, I don't, I don't mind paying taxes. It's part of being an American citizen. You want everything this country offers? You got to contribute. It's kind of how it works. Well, if I get, if I, if I'm creating jobs, then shouldn't that offset or mitigate how much taxes are? Like that's, like no one does anything for free here. It's like I'm not like. Any one of these people, and I don't know what goes on in the minds of any of these billionaires and things like that, but you get to a point where, like, I didn't do anything nefarious, I made my money, and I want to keep as much of it as much as possible. What is wrong with that? How much do you really need? It's (laughs) When is enough enough? Bezos could literally give... Every single one of his employees a decent wage, okay. and then still never have to work What's a ever decent, again. What's a decent wage, though? Like, like now, 
is it the fault of the employer about how much they're paying them? Or is it the fault of the employee that everything else has went up over the last 30 or 40 years but income? You don't have to accept the wage that I'm giving you. You can, you can, you have options. Not when it's a imposed minimum wage. I mean, like you have so many people that, well, if, if you're, if you're a business and you can't pay your employees, then you don't deserve to be open. I'm like, shit don't work like that. No, most businesses were. Okay, you're going. You're going. To, you're, you're going in the car. I gotta get in that damn car. Oh. <coughs> I mean, most businesses are franchises. Yeah. And I mean, these. You might have one guy that owns four franchises. Okay. After overhead, payroll, and other expenses. He might clear fifteen grand per per franchise, and it's like you got people uh, Chili's, yeah. I mean, these these restaurants that yeah. they but, pay in a certain amount, and it's 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 the the whole entire point of a franchise. So a small business owner can open a business huh? without having to pay the startup fees, all no. that initial overhead. All right. Gives them a chance to actually start the business and still make some money. Okay. But people don't fucking understand that. Because they don't, they choose to just be ignorant. Most people don't know how business works. Like, no, I, and I try to tell people this, because as somebody that's actually created a business from scratch, no business owner, like, you initially... Don't want to work in the business forever. You want the business to run without you to a certain degree. No, no, no person decides I want to fuck my employee over from day one. That's just not how that happens. Well, you're just but not going to be in business long. Doing yeah, that. you're not. It's it's one of those things. If like it gets to the point where no, no business owner wants to be in business where he's barely getting by. Just to go and say I'm in business for myself. That's not that's not how that goes. And you got people who are like, well, you should go like like most people on average might make anywhere making maybe forty or fifty thousand dollars a year after taxes per month you might make anywhere from maybe two to four. And two four on the high end. Most people's rents is anywhere from 800 to 1200 And that's... Most people can't even survive without having somebody else with them. Or actually be able to make their household run. It's just... It, no, you... In order to... Essentially pay those expenses on your own... I mean, even a... a like, two-bedroom, one-bath house... I mean, you're... Depending on where you live... You're yeah. you're looking at eight twelve hundred a month, and you're gonna need like a sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar income yeah. to be able to afford that yourself. Yeah, and like a lot of people don't understand when people get into these places, right? Whether it's uh, rentals or mortgages or things like that, 
you have to show that you make at least three to five times that in a month. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to hear you had a bad week. Well. Or anything like that. So Ideally. I Ideally. But, but it's it's one of those things where like how are you not able Kills me is they're starting to do income verification on health insurance. What? Yes. Oh my god. I think I heard something about that. I'm just like that's like I mean, I just, even for me, I've never, like, I just want to live a good life. Now, I feel like once you start to get in the millions and the billions, I feel like it's, do you, do you have a responsibility to a degree as far as to, you have so many people that want to count, like, don't count my money. Especially if I didn't do nothing nefarious, I didn't do nothing with cartels or any other legal things, and I made my money in the most legal possible way. But you, but people are tugging at me. It's like you have an obligation to, like, if I want to, I, like, I'm caring about me and mine first and foremost. Everybody else after that, I don't mind paying more in taxes if it's going to go to something. Exactly, but like, I'd rather just. If I know it's actually going to do some kind of public good, I don't care. Like, I honestly, which, I like, they give us the option to be like, okay, like, you see a pothole in the street or whatever, and you just basically, uh, you pay to get the pothole fixed, and you just keep the receipt, and then, alright, write that off. It's like, these little things about, like, whether it's schooling or stuff like that, I mean, that's what taxes are for. They pay for the schools, they pay for the roads, they pay for all these different things, property taxes um, as well, and it's just... I feel like once you start to get into a place of that uber excess, I feel like there is a... You, you in reality, start to... You get... You get very, like you get very far away from reality. Well, it's all relative. You got a hundred dollars, seems like a lot of money. Yeah. You get two hundred, that hundred dollars doesn't seem like that much anymore. Yeah. You get five hundred, that two hundred doesn't seem like that much yeah. anymore. You get a thousand, you forget what it's like to think a hundred dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. And especially if you're making more money than you'll ever be able to spend with, you start to. That's where you lose me. If you have more money than you could possibly spend in a lifetime, you lose me. Because it's, it's one, it's in a... If I worked for it, if I did all the right things and I, and I strived past, you know, what I wanted, and now I have this, now I'm... I'm doing whatever I want. Not, like, whatever I want to build, whatever I want to make a reality, is just basically, do I want to do that today? No. You don't get to just do whatever you want because you have enough money. Because where does that stop? Uh, you got Bill Gates talk. He was actively trying to shade the sun. What? He was putting money into it until his wife divorced him. And then he didn't have the funds to keep putting R&D into it. What does that even mean? Look into it. It'll scare the shit out of you. 
Why would you want to do... When you get to that amount of money to where you can literally do anything you want, I, no, no, no. There needs to be some fucking oversight on that. I'm okay. sorry. You don't just get to do whatever you want because you got the money. Sorry, I you're mean, not the only one on this planet. You don't get to you don't get to make arbitrary decisions that can impact the lives of a lot a lot yeah, of other people. I don't give a shit what kind of good intentions you think you have. No, you don't get to make decisions for other people just because you made a lot of money. Okay. Other than the, okay, other than the the shade in the sun, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that too. Um, you know, he's one of the main potato farmers for McDonald's. Bill Gates. I would have never guessed that. Uh, well, there's there's some. I mean, you'll find articles that prove it, some that, that disprove it, that he, or argue for it or against I it. I think he has one of those lifetime, well, like... That, depending on who you ask, he is the number one, the largest farmland owner on the planet. That I did hear. I think he told me that. Um, was in constant communication with Fauci throughout the entire pandemic. Okay. Um, you know what really bothers me is the divide in people on how they perceive what these emails say. You got you got one side that says, "Oh, it just proves that Fauci was working really hard," and then it's the other side's. Oh, he's been lying the entire time. He's known all this information yeah. and has just been saying the exact opposite, and it's like. There's probably about a thirty percent. Uh, we are like, take take the lab leak theory. Why they call it a conspiracy theory? I'm not quite sure because there's fucking evidence for it. Um, we're at a stage where someone could literally, and this is disgusting. Someone could shoot somebody right in front of. Right, everybody had the gun in hand. Well, that's what I'm saying. And there's basically about, saying, no, I didn't. Well, that's there's about 30% of the population it's, that if you show them 100% definitive evidence that this virus came out of the Wuhan lab, they're like, no, I don't believe you. I mean, shit can be doctored now. It's, it's we're, we're, we're in a very, we're in the age of misinformation. Bro. 20, um, I don't remember if it was the end of the Obama administration or the beginning of the Trump administration. Fauci um, made it legal again for gain-of-function research. Now, gain-of-function is basically just tampering with things to... Um, make them do other things like taking a disease and making it more infectious or changing it to try to make it so that it can jump from species to species. Oh, those things, none of those things sound good at all. Well, he's coming out and saying, uh, I think it's the NIF, but it's the, the, Research 
thing that he's the head of. Okay. Um, come out and say, we didn't fund gain-of-function research. Fucking not directly, but they gave it to another organization that then proceeded to give it to this lab for this specific research. I mean, it's... I'll be honest. Um, I'm waiting for the next, like, comment to hit so that we just don't have to worry about any of this. Um, um, for those of you, if you are still listening, um, <laughs> I think we've talked about it on another podcast, but at any given point throughout your day, there are nearly a million just gigantic rocks floating around the planet that can hit it at any point. Um, which were actually within the range of time when something will hit the planet. And there's nothing they can do about within it? Within a million years or so. I mean, there's some things we could do. There's no guaranteeing. Because you get something big enough, we're done. Okay. There's just, there's and there's no, no trajectory. There's no blasting it or anything like that. Um, Depending on the size... Probably not. I mean, you could shoot a nuke at it or a couple hundred, but there's no guarantee that you're going to stop catastrophic damage. I mean, you could hit it with something. I mean, the whole um, Armageddon shit where they fly onto it and drill down and blow it so it splits off and and misses the planet. That shit ain't going to happen. There's no way. Um... Now, who knows what kind of weapons we have in orbit that we're just not telling anybody about that could possibly redirect something like that. Shit, they could be doing it now, and we just have no idea. Yeah. But, realistically, it, all the information the public has at this point, yeah, it's not happening. If something comes for us, we're done. Yeah. Depending on the size. Yeah, I'm just... I just, I'm just tired, tired of the distractions, I'm tired of the lies, um, and unfortunately, they're never, I, if they just start telling us the truth about everything, no, I, they have zero incentive to tell you anything. Yeah. Zero incentive. Yeah. Um, actually more incentive to not tell you. Yeah. Because in this day and age, knowledge is knowledge and information is the real currency. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm waiting for this UFO disclosure to come out so I can read all the nonsense that we supposedly do and don't know. And yeah. Um, I'm just. I don't know. I like not. I just. I just, I do think sometimes it's like, should I even be, should I even get into that arena? I mean, I might be able to do some good, I might not. I mean, is it, is it going to, am I going to be able to make a difference? Um, because I mean, if I were to get in the office, I'm just, I don't have patience for nonsense. 
I, I, like, it's just one of those things, like, more and more, I'm just like, I'm not gonna tell you what you wanna fucking hear. I'm sorry. Like, I'm gonna do everything in my power to, you know, you know, get things done what we need to get done, but I'm, I'm not here to coddle any of you people. Like, you guys can keep, you could, you, like you guys can keep rolling with the status quo and keep getting lied to and nothing ever happening or you know you can try something new but I don't know I'm still hopeful sometimes well um we will find out on the 25th of this month okay whether aliens are real okay or how much or how little we know if they actually really release anything, but... Yeah, I mean, when I f- it's just kind of crazy. I'm like, all of this aliens talk. Well, it's not even that the, the, they're saying it's aliens. It's just there are things flying around our planet that we have no idea what the fuck they are. I mean, for all we know, it could just be a group of scientists that had some ridiculous breakthrough and they're just fucking around um could be another government could be our government um but whatever's happening it's very weird it's very weird we don't have anything publicly that can do what these things are doing um not with a human being inside not with any kind of organic organism. Um, uh, could it be like just a high-tech drone? That's what they're... Th- that's a possibility of what they're saying, but like... No visible signs of propulsion. I mean, these things are moving. They're cold on infrared. So there's, there's no kind of... Um, known... Uh, propulsion being used it's not a jet it's not any kind of engine or motor I mean it's we have no idea how these things work no idea how they work or how they're doing what they're doing and it's gonna be interesting yeah Um, it's gonna be interesting to see if they even actually release anything but I'll be kinda I'll be kinda surprised I mean I'll be surprised if they do I mean, they could just say, fuck it, we're tired of dealing with this shit, let the public know, but... Yeah. Um, I'm just curious about how the public's going to react. I don't think... I feel like we're primed enough. I do, I think, I think... If they really want to just come out and say it, it wouldn't take, it wouldn't take that much to really... And it wouldn't be like, I don't... It's not like there's going to be panic in the streets. I mean, nah. I mean, um, I feel like it's... Was it George George Orwell? He did his radio broadcast in the early 1900s of um, War of the Worlds. Yeah. And people thought it was really happening. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, entire towns were... Like, the, the entire country went into a fucking panic because they thought aliens had arrived on Earth. Jesus. Um, shows yeah. you how stupid we were. Yeah, I mean... We still stupid. Just let... Oh, my God. Uh, But... 
Yeah, I mean, we've had we've had all of these that these these all these movies about aliens just keep getting more and more detailed like, and things like that. It's like how like the imagination of ours it has to come from somewhere. It can't just come from our like. It has to be in some way, shape, or form. Somewhere is out there. Um, but. I don't know, man. I don't know. Alright. Yeah, I guess on that note. Yeah. Um, my name is Aaron. Um, This episode is going to be coming out tomorrow at noon, so check that out. Um, And uh, we are out of here. Later, guys.